Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doom Productions podcast, a podcast hosted by Doom Productions. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ethan. Ethan's back. Well, your back is what it feels like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, last week, in last week's episode, if anyone heard, um, it was just me. I was down with the COVID. Yep. Um, I did my isolation. I did my whole masking period and all that stuff. And I, I, I am in the clear. No one, um, no one's gotten majorly sick for me. Mm-hmm. So the real question well, is, I guess you're the final test. We'll see. <laughs> well, I was gonna uh, say the real question is, did you shoot a feature film during quarantine? I would. I should, maybe I should have. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, last week it was a solo episode, a sad solo episode. Yeah. Um, I missed you guys. Yeah. It was weird not being on for a week, but. And you weren't in the video this week. No. You, I mean, you were in it in a little. There's a couple little clips. Cl- I, I clips basically there. had like a week and a half off. Yeah. From Doomed. So, so how was your vacation? You know, I I just edited the bell rings a bunch. If I'm honest. Nice. Nice. So, hardly a vacation, but yeah. you know, bell rings is a good time. It's yeah. my my baby. I have fun fun. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get yeah. into that in the podcast later on. Last week, um, well, it was kind of perfect that I was I had to isolate for my period for that little period of time because we last week during that isolation quarantine whatever uh we released a short film Mm -hmm. called the end of consciousness yeah i do hate the title but we were kind of i was kind of stuck with it the feature film version is going to have a different title yeah anyways we released it last week then i was able to just talk about it a little bit if you listen to it thanks for bearing with all my coughing and wheezing and just general dying noises (laughs) um but yeah ethan wasn't really able to join me because obviously he was yeah. in a different place. We didn't really want to do the hassle of recording our audios and then trying to sync him up later. Um, so Ethan's here. Mm-hmm. And so before we get into our main topic for today, uh, let's. I want to get Ethan's perspective on shooting the short film last week. Or I guess we shot it... It's been a couple of weeks now for us. A couple weeks, yeah, a while ago. Um, I took the, the listeners through the whole, I guess literally everything i get like from beginning <laughs> to end from holly su- sending us the email yeah to um it being released i mm-hmm. believe and i might have glossed did you listen to my episode at all you know i didn't have time that's okay because i just kind of started i wanted to cover everything and anything and i might have been really quick so why don't you just talk about what stood out to you about the whole experience yeah um so i got a I was brought on, the, the idea was yours, firstly. Um, mm-hmm. So when I, we met, like we kind of brainstormed a couple times um, yeah. and we never made any huge progress at first. Um, and then during the week in between our, our weekly meetings, you um, you had the idea for this and you storyboarded everything out. So yeah. when I came to the next meeting, you pretty much had the idea locked. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the, like the, the pre-production side, like I was pretty much like in the passenger seat, just like, yeah. This is what we're shooting. All right, sounds good to me. Whenever Jordan comes yeah. up with an idea um, and he's got it all storyboarded out, I'm like, "This is gonna be great." I know the movie's gonna be like really good. Jordan's a good visualizer ahead of time. I'm complimenting you a little bit here. Uh, um, I I like when you have an idea like thought out in your head. You're mm-hmm. like, "I know it's gonna turn out really cool in the end." 
regardless of if you think it turns out cool in the end. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad someone likes these movies. <laughs> he makes them for me. You know, I, gen- I, I will just to cut you off really quick. Yeah. I do genuinely love the short film we made. I think that is my favorite thing I've made in a long time. Yeah. That short film. Minus the title. Which, yes, minus the title. Well, the feature. I like the title. Pizza, I know? think the title's cool. Um, but whatever. That's not neither that's here not nor there. That's, that's why, actually, that's real quick. That's why the title isn't in the video file itself. Mm-hmm. The movie doesn't actually have a title. It never pops up on screen <laughs> because I couldn't think of something. Uh, and I was what? like, Ugh. yeah. So i wasn't much part of the planning yeah. in terms of like the of the planning of the film but pretty much from there once the thing was storyboarded out it was just a matter of setting dates mm-hmm. um and we also set uh a day was it the week before we did some previs it was or? the week of it, okay, was, it was the week of it was the monday That's prior right. to us shooting on friday That's we were right. shooting on friday and saturday yeah we decided to do the camera tests and mm-hmm. shot stuff on uh on monday yeah did you do any other tests outside of like I didn't have time. I was going to do some stuff. I was going to try out an effect, like an anamorphic kind of effect with a lens flaring, but um, it just didn't happen. And I ended up doing the the kind of lighting flaring in a different way. So it didn't really matter. Um, Yeah. But we had, I mean, we kind of talked a couple times and set up like what, like we pretty much knew all of our worst case scenarios in terms of the visual effects. Like we had long discussions. We, Mm -hmm. we've done visual effects in the past. um, So we kind of knew like, this is our plan A, our plan B, and our plan C. And we yeah. shot all three of those, not being sure which would work best in kind of post-production. And um, it, was, it was one of those things during the, when we did the camera tests, Yeah, we only tested it out one way, I believe. It was just the green screen. And then, yeah. And then when we shot it, you know, I, it wasn't turning out amazing. I didn't how I, I didn't love it, but when I figured, you know, why not just shoot all three ways, different mm-hmm. ways? Just yeah. to, you know, save ourselves. And luckily, um, the first way, the original way we envisioned actually turned out pretty all right. Yeah, which was just keeping the camera at a, a set distance. Mm-hmm. Having Jordan's character, like having a plate, having Jordan's character do the the uh, force effect, I guess. Or yeah. the, the floating up uh, our actress Raquel. We're, we're talking um, about the wide screen. Yeah. If you watch a short film, there's a wide shot. Where you see the car, you see the skeleton man, mm-hmm. and he is using the force to levitate Raquel, the yeah. main character. And there's a moon in the background and stars. Yeah. Um, so her floating across. Yes. That's that's the major effect in that. I mean, the sky is replaced too, but yeah. that wasn't what we were testing. So we ended up just having a green screen set up. But um, I guess we don't need to go into the technicals of the effect too much. But we did a lot of just screen mm-hmm. testing because we'd used the location we'd shot at. Uh, multiple times before over the years um and we've done effects like this before over the years so it was kind of just now a a matter of like trying to find a different angle like Mm -hmm. literally different angles for like camera stuff because we shot in a different part of the parking lot than we usually do and Mm -hmm. just again testing out finding the look of the film so that when we showed up on set with actors we were as prepared as we could because it was going to be stupidly cold yeah for the whole night like both very, nights. very cold um it was like 29 degrees i think or something like that really i think it was it, it was below freezing you know i've i have a bad habit filming with that family in freezing temperatures because yeah. <laughs> we did a movie black coffee yeah also featuring my girlfriend and the skeleton man yep <laughs> where she had to get in the pool it was in like october in october or november could have been closer to winter yeah um 
and it was i want to say that was probably like 41 degrees i remember us boiling water and like trying to pour it in like it in a kettle much. yeah to like try and like offset the temperature and it did nothing and then um what's it like six years later i'm not putting raquel in a pool but she is freezing standing outside. she's standing out in colder weather we had the benefit um, at least of a car yeah. that we left running um and yeah so it, i mean it was wasn't the worst yeah. but it wasn't the best yeah so so that, that's why we had a lot of pre-vising um mm-hmm. but also just um that it's helpful to have things storyboarded out for us um yeah and we're not like super beholden like some of the shots like you would just tell me get a medium like from the stomach up like kind of mm-hmm. thing or just like shoulders up and yeah. i would kind of make the shot that just looked best so it's yeah. kind of a, a combination like the, the storyboards keep us on track but the actual shots there's always wiggle room in play so it's one of those things where it really it it depends there's certain shots that i'm like this has to this has to be how it is yeah there's other shots where it's like well something like this mm-hmm. and then there's um you know, I, I as I talked about in the storyboard video this week, there's certain shots that you don't think about at all, but then you're on set and you're like, oh my gosh, we should get this shot. This would be yeah. really cool. Um, or there's stuff that when you're editing, you realize, oh, we missed a shot. We need a shot exactly like this. So, you know, you you grab that during the reshoots or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Storyboarding is a. I I I think it's really important, and mm-hmm. it's a. It helps me out. I like doing it a lot. I wouldn't make a movie without storyboarding it, I don't think. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's great. I tried doing the shot list approach early on in, mm-hmm. like, my filmmaking, and it just was, wasn't the same. Yeah. It was like, yeah, no, it, it worked sometimes, but more more times than not, I just wished I had just drawn things out ahead of time. But, um, yeah, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot. I don't want to retread. I'm assuming yeah. with all the things talked about, I don't have anything huge to add because it was like we did the two nights of shooting. Both yeah. went really great. The The benefit of shooting over two nights um, and you having time in between was you yeah. edited the movie or parts of it ahead of time. Yeah. So we knew like going back in the second night if we'd missed anything or if yeah. things needed to change. Um, then we were able to get those really quickly and it didn't like... It, we weren't like scrambling to schedule an extra day with our yeah. actors later on because it, we had it all and we knew what we needed, yeah. um, which is super helpful. Um, and that's kind of why we're, when we work, we try and edit our movies as we shoot them. Yeah. Just because like, you'll, you'll catch these things and it, it doesn't become a huge hassle and drag out your movie for a really long time. Yeah. Um, at least that's the hope. That's the Sometimes idea. that happens. That's <laughs> Anyways. It's, it's also, um, I don't know, like it, there's some filmmakers who can just go on to set and just make it up as they go. Yeah. Which, to an extent, we can do that. I mean, Wild Boys was made yeah. up as a like the visual, the visuals of it all. There were days of bell rings that were like that where I didn't have time to storyboard and I just knew like these are the things I I need. We roughly. can do that, but yeah. for for us, it's just more stressful when you don't come up with a plan. Um, it's it's like not even that the storyboards are the most useful part. It's the fact that you're sitting down ahead of time and planning it through. Yeah. I feel like I mean the storyboards I think are still helpful, but I don't know. It's just like it's like studying for a test as opposed to just like going yeah. through the class and showing up on the day of. It's taking that extra yeah. time to make sure you're prepared. The way I look at it is that your storyboards are kind of like a grocery list. Mm-hmm. And so you can look at the shots, you can see how long they'll play and what action you need to happen in that shot and then that's essentially your visual shot list it's usually your grocery list so it's like okay get this shot this shot this shot this shot 
done or whatever. And, and sometimes you get to the store and you don't need an ingredient after all. Yeah. Or you realize you need 10 more. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really like groceries. Think of it like a scavenger hunt. That's the best yeah. way I'd put it. Yeah. Storyboard is really just a scavenger hunt for us. I mean, I guess a shot list would actually be more appropriate mm -hmm. comparison. But storyboards, I like because it's visualizing the movie. It's also being intentional um, with what you're making. Because I yeah. think... Well, in a story, like a film is mm -hmm. visual first. Yeah. So that's the most important thing. I would 100% always rather show up to set with a storyboard versus the script. Yeah. Because you're not making something to be read or listened to. You're making something to be seen. Mm -hmm. And that has to be as th thought through if not more thought through than the script itself. 100%. Like, if you show up with a script and you just film that and you're kind of making... It, it is, and there's nothing wrong with that. And there are people who are really good at doing yeah. that. Like, it is a skill, for it, sure. Yes, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I love... I like thinking about the visuals and the editing itself more than the, you know, the writing or, or the story or the characters. It's just, okay, what's the experience... Of like when you sit down, where's the first cut going to be? Where's the next cut going to be? What's going to be the next shot? Mm -hmm. And again, that doesn't always work out, but that's how it how it works. It's you're doing half the work ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like you're shooting your movie before you're shooting your movie. It's previs, but yeah. it just doesn't move. Um, and we've done well. I did an animatic once. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. cool, but I I wouldn't do it if I was going to do it again. I'd be a lot more detailed. I think. Yeah, but. And especially I, if you're working with a larger team of people you're trying yeah. to communicate to, I think that's where it's beneficial. Yeah. When it's just the two of us, it's probably more work than it's worth most there's, of the time. There's no need necessarily. It's um Yeah, but it's I, I like pre visiting or pre visualizing movies um yeah. a whole bunch. I think it's really helpful. Um Yeah. Anything else for our short film that I, I don't I don't know if I have much else to add, unfortunately. <laughs> I showed up, I shot it, shot it. and then uh, like a week later, Jordan's like, here's the movie. Yeah. And I was like, cool, love it. Yeah. Send it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I might want to take a stab at the next one. Yeah, yeah. Is it is that secret? Is that hush hush now? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it is. She said there's going to be more well, on the, her that's, channel. Uh, gee, I wonder what we're talking about. <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Um, I think, you know, I think she said, she said in the comment, I can't remember. She said in the comment on her video. There'll be more. There'll be another film challenge. I'll say it. I'll take the plunge. Okay. I'll take the responsibility if she's like, <laughs> Even though it's cotton 4K that I said I know, first. <laughs> guys. Jeez. Uh, um, there's going to be another short film idea that prompt that we were given by a certain Australian filmmaker. Merduel. <laughs> yeah, Merduel, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you'll be kind of spearheading the next one. Yeah, yeah, I will be. I'm excited for doing that. that. Yeah. Um, Should probably start storyboarding it. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Anyways, I guess that, I mean, that kind of brings us to our topic for today, mm -hmm. which is short films. Um, there's a topic. Yeah, short films. Think? Yeah, short films. I've seen many. Uh, we've made a couple. Mm-hmm. But we haven't made a as many as we have in the past. No. Um, We've largely fallen away from that habit. I, yes. And I guess, I guess maybe starting with the question, why should someone make films? Or short, short films, films, specifically. Short films, yeah. specifically. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other question. Why should some, who should make short films? Or, yeah. or why should they make short films? Yeah. Um, 
short films are a great tool and a great playground. Um, I think, and we were just talking about this a little bit earlier, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves in this topic, but mm -hmm. um, it is one of the biggest reasons, I think, why short films are so helpful, and that's because it's low-stakes practice. Mm -hmm. So you can focus on just one effect or just one scene it, or what you can shrink things down really small and like it's like you're taking a magnifying glass to one skill you want to work on mm -hmm. or a couple if you really want to stretch yourself but um when you're starting out especially you i don't know if, how beneficial it is to take all your energy right out the gate into a feature film mm -hmm. and trying to man the ship by yourself or yeah. I think that's a very daunting task. Um, I know for us, like it took us years before we were really confident enough to like, we made one feature film after a couple of years, but we didn't really go back to features for several more. That was, a, I, I partially because what we learned on the feature was like, oh wait. Um, it's really hard. We got a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, and again, like there is something special like your experience in making a, a, your first couple feature films. And mm -hmm. um those are huge learning opportunities um and making a sh short films don't prepare you for everything you need to know about making a feature and some of those things you can only learn from making a feature mm -hmm. but short films again like you're you're able to just kind of just i think it's good sometimes to have the training wheels on yeah i think with short films i would recommend every filmmaker every first time filmmaker if you've mm -hmm. never made a film before or if you're a film student if you're early in your film career make a whole lot of short films yeah. purely because um, you're going to learn a lot of technical knowledge that mm -hmm. yeah, you'll carry with you forever. Yeah. Um, the thing with short films is, or in the beginning stages, is they're going to be crappy, they're going to suck, mm -hmm. and that's the point. You're yeah. going for quantity over quality. They're disposable. Um, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know where this quote originated from. I can't remember who says it. This isn't it exactly, but there's a quote out there that's like... Um, Every artist needs to make, you know, a thousand terrible pages, like mm -hmm. drawings, before they get really good. Yeah. And the same thing's true with any art form. Uh, with short films, it's, it's no di well, filmmaking, it's no different. Mm -hmm. if, um, who, the people who should make short films are, A, the person who wants to. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta, if you just want to make a short film, go make a short film. Yeah. But also, I would say beginning filmmakers in particular. Like, if mm -hmm. in your first couple years, maybe five or so years into filmmaking or so make a bunch of short films and cause you're going to learn a lot from it. Mm -hmm. Now we could sit down here and talk about what you'll learn, but you're, I, everyone's journey is going to be different. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to learn different things. You're going to figure out new things. We're not going to tell you what you're going to learn, but you will just tell you that you will learn mm -hmm. making a bunch of short films. I mean, we worked on the same short films together our whole career, and we learned different things at different rates, I yeah. feel like, and we've picked up on different things. I mean, yeah. probably because we, we ran shorts that were pretty, like, we tried to run them as sets a lot of the time. I felt like it was mm -hmm. pretty official. I think yeah. we're less official now than we've ever been mm -hmm. in how we'll run things. Mm -hmm. um, and but, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that, something you said, that um, with... Feature short films will always prepare you for feature films, which is that's absolutely mm -hmm. true. And I would say that from um, a short again, with making a lot of short films, you're gonna learn how to tell really good. Like if you're interested in narrative filmmaking and storytelling, mm -hmm. you're gonna learn how to tell a really good short film story. But you're not gonna learn how to tell a story in the length of a feature film, like in an yeah. hour. 
I'd say that's a huge thing. Like, again, if you're interested in narrative cinema, um, if you jump from short to narrative feature films or short films to feature films, mm-hmm. you're going to come to feature films realizing, oh my gosh, um, I still have a lot to learn yeah. of making feature films. Even if you feel technically competent, narratively or editing wise or pacing wise, it is very different. Yeah. I think that's the biggest difference is the pacing. Yeah. Pacing a short film versus pacing a short film yeah. are very different. But there's things that are transferable between the two, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's more useful to go from short to feature than feature to short. But again, there's nothing wrong if anyone decides to do that. No, not at all. Um, again, like make what the stuff you want to make. Yeah. Whatever that is, just mm-hmm. do it. No one's going to stop you and no one should. Yeah, exactly. Short films are, again, I mean, great place to practice. And once you start becoming a better filmmaker, more competent, it's a good place to test your limits, too. Mm-hmm. Um, for the short film we made, An End of Consciousness, that was, um, I mean, it was all kind of centered around telekinetic superpowers. Yeah. How do you display that on screen? How do you make that work on screen? How do you get someone to fly? I mean, yeah. the, the telekinetic, like, you know, lights flashing, that's something we knew. That was pretty easy. For the flying, I mean, again, we've done flying effects before, but they've never been, like, super solid. No. Um, and this was a way, well, okay, let's see if we can make this look believable or good. And I'm not sure if I talked about this last mm-hmm. week or whatever, but when it comes to visual effects, I remember saying this at some point, but I'll say it again. I'm not always interested in what looks good. Or, I mean, what? <laughs> I'm not interested in what looks super real. Yeah. I'm interested in what looks good because people will always say with uh, CGI, they'll be like, ugh, you can tell it's CGI. And I'm like, ugh, you bitch. It looks good. No. <laughs> you know, like, they'll say Man of Steel. Yeah. Is all, you can tell it's all CGI. Yeah. But for PS2 me. PS2 graphics. But for me. I don't care that it's... Yeah. Listen, there's CGI in literally every movie. Look yeah. at, at a $20 million period piece mm-hmm. starring whoever. There is CGI replacing the background. There's CGI in literally everything. I know it's CGI. Yeah. It looks good, though. Yeah. Manistee looks good. Transformers looks good. Yeah. Star Wars looks... That's gorgeous CGI. I don't yeah. care if I can tell it's CGI. We know it's fake. <laughs> I just want the composition, the lighting, the colors, all of that to look good. Yeah. So I think on the, in in our short film, at least for me, because it's you know we're the at the end they were the filmmakers. I think the filmmakers should be who are the most pleased with mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. To me, I like the look of our CGI. I yeah. or or not our CGI, our uh, visual effects. Yeah. Does it look one hundred percent real? No, it doesn't. But for now, we learn from that, and now we can try to make them look more real. Or less real, if we or want. Less, or less real. Yeah, exactly. Stylization is uh, always a good thing if yeah. you want it. Yeah. I mean, we going into this, obviously, the idea in my head is like, okay, we're going to make this look as real as possible. Once it doesn't, it's like, okay, uh, let's lean into like something like Sin City mm-hmm. or um, something hyper-stylized hyper and super, like, you can tell it's fake, but, you know, it still looks, you know, somewhat good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... I think in terms of looking good, I think our short film was, you know, I mean, again, it's all subjective. I'm pretty happy with the look of the movie. Yeah. In terms of how real it looks, there's, I think there's improvements to be made. But again, if we had committed to doing an entire feature film, 
on those visual effects. And then we like, it would have been so inconsistent scene to scene. That would have mm-hmm. been so much to bite off, you know, before we even knew if we could swallow yeah. it all. Um, with this, it's like, okay, we pushed the limits on our, um, our, I guess, effects capabilities. Yeah. Now, if we were going to do this again, we know what we do differently. We know it looks good. Um, we know what worked. And um, I can't, what was the point I was trying to make with all that? Was it, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, it, once you're good at short films, like what can you start doing, which is pushing, yeah. Yeah. Testing out effects and techniques yeah. and stuff like that. And then all that stuff just kind of goes into your filmmaker toolbox of yeah. the more you do it, the less of a big deal it is to do. Mm-hmm. Like there are things we do now that a couple of years ago would have seemed like just a ton of work. Yeah. But it's just not anymore for yeah. us because we know how to do it. And we know the best ways to get it done as quickly and easily yeah. on ourselves and move on. Um, but still make sure it looks the way we want it to. Yeah. Um, ideally good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good, not real. Yeah. I hate realism in movies to an extent. To an extent. There's some movies that are realistic that I love. But our I think our sensibilities are definitely genre, fantastical, not real yeah um yeah kind of it's fun stuff yeah it's fun stuff it's more fun reality is boring real real life is terrible (laughs) (laughs) i mean there okay there's there's something to be said though about like appreciating the real life aspect of things Mm -hmm. um through like a movie that celebrates what's real yeah like what people love about miyazaki's work like hey miyazaki is that Mm -hmm. he kind of takes the time to enjoy and celebrate the everyday moments in life that we yeah. ask like the 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 water dripping mm-hmm. on the umbrella in in totoro yeah or like just putting on shoes and just like eating food making eat, food yeah ma- he i i think there's that is a beautiful thing and i love that what i don't love is so much is like um super constructed narrative circumstances like mm-hmm. melodrama yeah like real life melodrama like i think you know what i'm talking about. but like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah dramas that present themselves as real when in fact they're really artificial mm-hmm. and i think a lot of american dramas have a tendency to do that yeah but stuff like um like edward yang or like Shou shao shen or like a lot of east A or asian cinema they have a lot of like they're able to like present things and it doesn't feel phony in the same way that mm-hmm. a lot of american dramas i think do yeah i don't know how we got into that genre genre um short films short films short films short films um <laughs> the name of the game we at we talked okay we talked about well we talked about what short films and why you would make short films yes are we gonna make more short films kind of already answered that but yeah yeah <laughs> sure i don't know <laughs> We will, yeah. Yeah. We like to do them a lot as, like, proof of concept for ourselves again. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just, like, we made one last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Witch's Hollow. What's it called? It came from Witch's Hollow. It came from Witch's yeah. Hollow. That's what it was. Um, And that stemmed from an idea that was already a feature mm-hmm. that we knew we couldn't make as a feature. Yeah. This, the, the scale was too big. Um, And so we were like, this just isn't going to happen. But we wanted to make something from it just as a fun thing to do because we could yeah um and so we made this short film and we know it's probably not going to go anywhere at least not anytime soon but yeah 
it's like but it's there it's there and it's cool and it's yeah. fun and now if some studio decided they really loved our short film or wanted an idea it's like we got this little thing give us money give us money <laughs> give us money um i i've been thinking about that with my father is a spaceman mm. a lot recently like because that's a movie that's Call a back. feature film i i've had um there's a pretty i have an idea for a feature film version of that mm-hmm. and if someone was ever if i was ever in an opportunity to pitch them that feature i would just show them the short film and then maybe talk a little bit about what the feature would be yeah um but it, the feature gives you a pretty good idea of the tone and the the mood and everything i mean the short um, oh yeah yeah the short yeah of what the feature would be yeah so um feature i mean short films can they can serve as proof and concepts for the for the um for features mm-hmm. they can push your skills and sometimes it's just fun to to make because we we're in the feature film game now we're yeah. pretty pretty deep in it but um i've never been so relaxed as i was making our newest short film it felt so easy if, relatively speaking i mean there was like technical yeah. challenges but like yeah the actual like the stress level was so low for all of us i think because when you go from shooting a movie with i don't know 100 plus scenes like i think video carnage yeah. was like 200 almost and 200 scenes yeah. yeah when you go from that or the bell rings that, that was probably like 104 104 scenes when you go from that to something with three scenes shot over a period of eight hours total easy that is oh my gosh i mean there's well, days of the bell yeah. rings where we would shoot like 16 20 scenes yeah in a day <laughs> they weren't always long scenes they, but yeah. that's a lot of but scenes. it's like you're trying to crank through things yeah because it's everything is married to a schedule of people's time and the more you go over schedule the worse it is for your crew yeah. it's kind of like leading an expedition up mount everest versus yeah. taking a nice stroll in like a nearby like park if you're an hour over at a park, it's fine. Yeah. If you're a day over on Mount Everest, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> what if you have, if you're a little bit over schedule or over schedule for um, uh, Everest? Cannibalism is a very likely option. <laughs> Meanwhile, on a hike, it's like just you know cut through the woods. There's a Dairy Queen down the street. Right yeah, there. you're fine. You're good. <laughs> wow, that was a, that was a fun analogy there. But it's I like true. It like is. I think it's that, super, that, super I, true. that is a very good uh, comparison. I think also maybe like um, uh, a feature film is like a marathon, where it, mm-hmm. well, as a short film is like a um, sprint. Sprint. What's the what's the thing? A, a track. Like, Nate oh. did it. Where you just run. Oh, long run, distance. Long distance. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Really think of like a five k or something. I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking of. It's where you just. Run. I don't know enough about running. You have the baton. You run past oh, it. Oh, that's a. That's a, um, oh, the people listening right now are so upset. I don't know anything <laughs> about track. I can't think about the actual word. I'm thinking about what everyone else is thinking right now. There's as... a thing in Oregon where it's called hood to coast. You start out oh, in Mount yeah. Hood and you literally run to the beach. Yeah. And but people do this over a period of days. It's a... Verse, and that's what a feature film is. <laughs> what a short film is a thing where you're on the track and you start with a baton and you run and you pass to the next person and then you're done. I should know what this is. We did this on swim team too, just without a baton. Yeah, or, or yeah. Um, it's a oh gosh. Okay, let's just move on. Okay, I, this is gonna make people me upset. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, okay, it's like it's a relay a, race. Relay race. There it is. <laughs> oh gosh, that was painful. Or I should have just said running a lap around a track. <laughs> that might have been better. Well, this was more exciting getting to that. Oh, I'm glad we figured that out. That would have killed me if I didn't think of that. Yeah. 
sorry for everyone listening at home that that was that was probably the worst thing you've heard all day is us trying to figure that word out but i think it's really interesting to see what skills and things you've learned from making a feature transfer over to shorts because i mm-hmm. remember making shorts used to feel like making a feature it used to feel as stressful oh yeah like our first two years were oh my so rough yeah compared to how i would feel about doing those same projects now especially i mean it's and it's it maybe it doesn't always show in the quality of whatever you make but when it comes to the um how you feel as a filmmaker or as a crew or a team or whatever it feels so much lighter mm-hmm. it feels so much easier it feels like nothing it feel it's like going from you know I'm not going to make another analogy, but <laughs> it, it, feel, it feels it, like Mount Everest or a stroll in the park. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels so easy compared to when you've been doing feature films for a long time or even making maybe short films. No, no, because if we had just kept making more elaborate short films, making another short film wouldn't feel it would that just much be, different. Yeah, no, it, it wouldn't. But going from a feature to a short, that feels like, oh my gosh, I can do this all day. When production changes from a month to a weekend, yeah. that changes things for yeah. you. And it's also, I mean... And pivoting. I feel like the, another yeah. thing is, like, if the th- plans have to change yeah. on a short, it's so much easier to course correct than yeah. if you're making huge changes in the middle of filming a feature. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so forgiving. Scheduling. There's not as much chances for scheduling mishaps, which there were no scheduling mishaps at no. all. No. If anything, it was improvement because we were going to shoot on Friday and Sunday, mm-hmm. but then your Saturday opened up and it's like, hey, let's just shoot on Saturday. And yeah. then I remember driving around Sunday night and it was raining. Yep. And I was like, this would have been terrible to shoot in. It this is what, what good luck we yep. had. Um, but I think a good comparison, maybe in quality and like comparing stuff is look at our very first film we ever made, Rendezvous Midnight. Rendezvous Midnight. And look at the one we just made. Uh, at the same location. Same exact location. Similar cinematography to an extent. Like yeah. it's black and white for yeah. the most part with little hints of color in there. Yep. Um, watch those two movies back to back and see the improvement because yeah. there's undeniable improvement both in maybe well I don't want to say narrative necessarily but in just I don't know our skills our as filmmakers pacing our technical skill our editing yeah yeah um, good good improvement I think that's like proof enough to see what you can accomplish in I don't know how long was that that was like eight. almost nine years almost yeah nine years yeah may i think it was in may when we shot it rendezvous midnight that's it came out on my birthday may 6th yeah oh boy what are we doing for a 10-year anniversary (laughs) we haven't talked about that yet it doesn't feel like it's been 10 years oh no that's that's coming up on us quick we got to do something big yeah we got to figure that's next year that's oh my gosh we got to do something crazy oh we've been doing this a long time we're still (laughs) exactly (laughs) nothing has changed (laughs) it's still just us with the camera if anything the crew has shrunk we gained a crew and we lost crew we've done that like two times over not even like it's not even like we're not friends we're still friends with everybody everyone has lives we're adults and we have responsibilities now yeah everyone has jobs and some of them are married and some of them even have kids but we remain the same. We're still both living at home. We're still... We are working. We are working. We're, work, we're no longer in high school. You at least moved out for a bit. I did. I moved out on my own. I didn't even do that. It was terrible. Yeah. Because I I don't like living on my own. It's too much responsibility. 
Um, can't make movies as easily. Uh, there's some, well, I, you know, I wonder had I, cause that was before the feature film kind of thing. Yeah. Like cause I remember our brains were yeah. expanded by yeah. Joel Haver and, and Dan. The awakening. Watson. The awakening. It was pre that. So if I was living on my own now, I'm wondering if I would make more movies compared to prior. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. But yeah, 10, 10 years. We got to do something. Yeah. Like, I don't know what. I mean, it's not like we don't have movies ideas that we can do, but like, how do we make it special? Wouldn't that be great if we cracked, if we cracked a thousand follow subscribers before? We're going to crack that before for sure. I think so. We but. hit we hit a little bit of a growth spurt in the last week, yeah, yeah. which has been fun to watch. Um, for our 10 year, we should release a, release a Doom Productions feature film NFT. <laughs> NFT. God, no. Um... <laughs> I feel like that was um, a joke, by the way, for everyone listening. Like a physical media would be cool. A Doom Productions box set. It'd be cool, but we couldn't sell it because a lot of our stuff is copyrighted. We can sell the bell rings and house on it and October. October. Also October. Um I would I you know, I would all I've always wanted to do that like kind of sneaky thing where it's like we sell a DVD with like that's to- that's like we can legally sell. It's a blank. but then on our website it says like with every purchase you get a free co- DVD copy of th- of like Video Carnage. Yeah, and because that's got copyright stuff, and so we're not technically selling Video Carnage. Just everyone who buys something from our website gets a copy. Of or Video you get a Carnage. blank DVD and a box art, and you also yeah. get a free download of the movie, and yeah. you just it's your job to burn it. Um. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I don't know the legality of all that, but I, if, if get, it's illegal, don't tell us. If we give stuff away, I think we're in the clear. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure we're in the... Because we're not making any money off it. I don't think Dua Lipa's going to find out anytime soon. I could ask her when she comes to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is completely unrelated. I want to go to her concert because during Video Carnage, like I yeah. found that album. I was like, oh, this is a good album. But then I was like, you know... I'm not a dancer. I just want to go and listen to the music. If I'm just there, just standing just there. Just vibing. Just, I, f- I might make people uncomfortable. And it's not like I'll do anything, but I'll just be standing there just like... Is this at the, at the Moda Center? Probably at the Moda Center. Well, if you're gonna I can't your, imagine... If, if we, you're going to be at your chair, like if you're on the floor, that's weird. But if you're just up in the seating... Yeah. It's also expensive. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I wanted to go to Harry Styles when he was here, but that was like... Oh, that, cool. that was on a school night. <laughs> Jordan's Wait, very it, protective of his bedtime. I know. That's I'm, a, a I'm extremely protective. Um, the, everyone knows it causes a lot of problems when it comes to um, meeting up with the other filmmakers. With a certain Yakima group of filmmakers, they are um, they are night owls. We are not. Yeah, I'll push it a little bit, but Jordan's like he's he's got a cutoff. I do, and it it's hard to get him to go over that, March. even by a bit. March 29th. Oh, that's a school night too. What, Dua Lipa? Yeah. That's the first week back at school. It's a Tuesday. That's that's rough. It's 7.30. You'd be out by 10. It's late. <laughs> it's also money. I, I, I would love to go to more concerts in my life. Maybe I'll go. 
you, I'm so Ethan knows this. I'm so bad at making decisions like that. Where it comes to like, okay, when it comes to making movies, yeah, I'll spend whatever when it comes to making my movie. Oh, it doesn't matter. Dro- I'll drop all that money. I'll. It doesn't matter because it, it's making my movie. Yeah. Everything else, when it comes to like little bits of pleasure, you know, eating out or or like um, buying big things, I'm very very frugal. Yeah. And usually, what happens is if there's a time crunch. I will Jordan. think about it. I'll go back and forth. I'll decide not to do it. But then like a week or two before the thing, the end the end date, I'll reverse my decision and then do it. Yeah. Like at last minute. Two purchases I can think of for this. Firstly, I'm staring at is Jordan's TV that he bought right before Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. I was like, no, I don't need it. He went back and forth on that thing for months, it felt like. Yeah. Like I, I was there when he purchased November. it. I, helped I you, think I helped Black you, Friday. Yeah. Helped you up. carry it out of Costco. Yeah. They sold us a TV, and mm-hmm. I felt very strange. I felt like we were like not allowed Stealing. to buy this. I've never bought anything like that for me. Yeah, like like that. Like it felt luxurious. Like oh my gosh, this is it's a nice TV. I'm glad you did. Because now yeah. looking at your old TV, I'm like, dang, that thing is tiny. It was tiny. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. And then the other thing was the uh, the Justice League soundtrack. The um, that's right. That expensive, and you almost canceled your order. I did because I needed the I needed the money. Yeah, but, but then you were like, "I'm gonna regret it." But then it, I was I so remember. I was so happy though that that it was non-refundable and you couldn't return. Yeah. So I was like, "You, you know, were locked in." I might be poor, but I'll be happy poor. Yeah, I guess. My Dua Lipa <laughs> might be the same way. I might like not get tickets, and then like the night before, I might be like, "Ah, oh, screw it. I'll see if I can find some yeah. cheap." nosebleed seats I've been I've been bummed that Foxy Shazam isn't doing a like a west coast tour oh, I would, at all I'd see them so I know I've been waiting because they're doing a tour right now but it's all like mid midwest and east coast there's I'm, a f- I'm so yeah mad. there's a few bands there's a few musicians that's like yes I'm going yeah Dua Lipa and like other artists are there it's like a good concert but it's not it's like top like, of the list it's like I would really love to go I'd have a good time but it's not like yeah top, crucial top yeah um trying to think of who else i would like absolutely see i might be buying tickets for king's kaleidoscope because they're doing a seattle one and i'm looking forward to that because i have a king's k tattoo so i'm I'm required now they're doing a tour well you got if you have the tattoo you have to i know and i've never been to a live show of theirs before so it's like yeah so i've been telling because that's in june end of june i'm like ah school's out Mm. that'll be my my end of the school year gift to myself greta van fleet i think that's that's my that's my new favorite band nice. in the last few years if they came to portland which they're not but that's the thing about portland is we're so close to seattle and every Seattle's artist the bigger one they always go to seattle and yep. it's such a bummer such a bummer i know because so i mean that that might also change things too because we have to take into consideration driving like three hours to seattle usually yeah if we want to see our favorite artist or whatever but we're supposed to be talking about short films. I know. <laughs> I was just feeling it too. I was like, so what were we talking about? Um, What's the time at? I'm just curious now. Oh, we're at 43. I mean, do we want to, tra- do we have any final thoughts, I guess, on short films before we transition into short what films. we're working on? I mean, when it comes to short films, I would just say, I mean, I think we've said all that needs to be said, really. Yeah. Make sure, I think. We've the pe- closed the book on short films forever. Forever. The discussion is done. Make them if you're a first-time filmmaker, or if you want to, like, if you just want to make them, or if you want to push your skills in some yeah. technical area, make a short film. Um, 
but know that transitioning from short to you won't learn everything you need to make yeah. a feature you learn everything about making features by making features you and learn, even then you don't learn everything the only way you learn how to do anything is yeah. just by doing that thing yeah if you want to learn how to lift weights you learn by lifting weights with like yeah. a, a professional yeah if you want to learn how to paint you learn by painting uh mm -hmm. if you want to be a filmmaker you learn by making films yeah um, whatever kinds of films you want to make so that's um i guess we'll close the book on short films but if anyone has any questions you know leave them down below or maybe we'll make a res respond to questions in a future video i don't know yeah we'll if it's a good question we we might make a whole podcast out of it a whole podcast a whole whole video and if you got good podcast topics you can shoot us over a message or an email like so we've had that happen from certain viewers in Wait, the past speaking of thomas where have you been thomas yeah where where are you at dude we'll, catch back up yeah yeah we're wait we were anxiously awaiting more podcast question prompts he hasn't listened in a bit i think so he's gonna catch up and he's gonna listen to this episode and feel bad he's gonna be like i'm too late <laughs> i missed it thomas we haven't forgotten you yeah even though you may have forgotten us yeah we forgive you <laughs> we forgive you now comes the segment in our podcast where we talk about what are we what are you working on yeah a little check-in check-in yeah our videos week to week we don't always talk about what we're working on um they're not always the most up-to-date but we like to think this podcast is a place where we're a little more um unfiltered a little more um just kind of you are experiencing Doom Productions in real time. You're getting a, a peek behind the curtain just a little, a little bit. So, Ethan, what have you been working on since last... last yeah. Um, I guess the last two weeks. Yeah, the last two weeks. Um, I've shown you a rough cut of the first half of the bell rings. Oh, yeah. Um, you've you've witnessed it. Yes. Um, and you've given me feedback. And yes. so the last two weeks has been kind of a combination of making changes going back to that first half and rearranging certain things cutting yeah. certain things adding other things um a lot of it's like small pacing stuff mm -hmm. some of it's just re-editing the way scenes are edited yeah um and then other things are uh, top secret yes <laughs> but also i'm um, moving forward in parts that you haven't seen um mm -hmm. in the later half of the movie um all good stuff all exciting. I actually had a meeting this morning with uh, one of our actors, um, Richard. Oh, oh um, nice. And I nice. talked to him about, we, we set up a date for recording some some last ADR for his character. That cool. He just got one scene that he needs to record some lines. Cool. Um, we, there isn't much ADR in this movie, but there is just one scene where he wasn't on set. And so Jordan was stood in for a voice for him. And I just oh, need to I dub that over. Yeah. Um, it slipped my mind during production to, to catch that but yeah. luckily Richard's got a lot of time on his hands right now so it's going to be easy yeah. to, to fix that in so um, other than that um, I'm kind of in the the brainstorming um, phase of my my next feature for this year yeah um, which is going to be shot in later in like in the fall so lots of time to kind of imagine that and yeah. make sure where that's going but it's going to be cool and yeah. fun um, it's, i like the idea i think it's yeah, gonna be fun we chatted about it like two days ago and you kind of got to help direct me i mean we just well, ping-ponged ideas back and forth i, I just throw stuff at the walls well something yeah, will stick exactly I throw out enough terrible ideas something will not be terrible they're, they're fun ideas so it's gonna be an exciting uh, very different 
I'm I mean, most excited with who's going to play one of the key roles. Yeah. That's the thing that gets yeah. my gears turned. Which, speaking yeah. of, should, when should we tell him? Oh, well, I'll tell him once the idea is kind of a bit more flushed Solified. out. Once I have, like, an outline that's, like, not, like, a fully flushed out, but, like, once I know beginning to end the major steps, that's maybe, when I, I Maybe Nick, because he's, he's been talking about doing stuff for our channel for a bit. Yeah. Maybe when he brings that up, be like, well, there's this feature. Yeah, if he brings it up, I'm telling him. Yeah. But if not... I'll I'll tell him when I have stuff yeah. to present. Cool. That's a bit more rounded. Because right now, again, it's like very. It's like three bullet points of like beginning, middle, yeah, and not even end. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 yeah too early. But it's um, gonna be fun. But I could give a rough pitch if he really if he demanded me to. Yeah. But um, yeah. So those are the big things, and then. Well, we spilled the beans in this podcast too. Another short mm-hmm. that we want to work on. I'm I'm the one spearheading that, and I'm going to start again working on that. And that idea yet, is also really good. Yeah. So that one, which is again feels like it's just as early on in the process. It's like concept is down. Now I need to do something with it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not stressed about it because it's just a short. It's just a short film. Just a short. It's going to be fun. Um. Yeah. But that's about all I'm working on right now. Yeah. Um. All good things though. Yeah. For me, it's been a lot of, I mean, last week was so wonderful not having to work and just writing all oh, the time. You were writing a ton. I finished, I think the one, the thing that we were going to do with the people yeah. that is on the back burner. <laughs> yeah. I think that one was written before Yeah. my quarantine, but I finished another script, I think. Hold on. Did I have it on a sticky note anywhere? I want to go. I, I guess I'll apologize to listeners. And when we talk Wait, vaguely, not it's not because we don't. It's not that we don't want to tell you. Yes. It's just we don't want to promise things too early before they actually happen. So we, we speak vaguely to protect you, the listener. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. what, what have I been working on? I'm trying to. It's it's been a mess. Well, because so, we've gone back and forth on several ideas okay. of things that have been going on. So, so okay, well, I guess I did a little polishing on one feature film script. Yeah, I finished another one, and I'm currently storyboarding. That one is the one that we're doing. You can actually open that. Oh, is this it? That's the storyboards. I figured it was. You can skim through that. Yes. Um, that's going to be my next feature. Oh, it's a masterpiece! Wow, <laughs> you guys got to see this. <laughs> um, and then. I started outlining another big project that we're doing with um, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not at liberty to say who or what or when or where. Well, I'll say it's in the summer. It'll yeah. be happening in the summer. Happening in the summer. Um, I started outlining that. In fact, I started writing the scriptment, actually. Um, and then I started outlining another, I guess, feature film that we're going to do this spring. I never in a million years thought I would do it. Um, it was looking like it wasn't going to happen, but... Yes, I just remembered yeah. what it was because I forgot. That one... But now I know it. Yes, yes. It's very exciting. Um, and again, I'm so sorry to be vague. I guess to sum it up, up uh, one, two, three. There's three feature films I was kind of in the writing stages on. Uh, th- another one I'm storyboarding so a fourth one storyboarding and I think that's it 
I think that's it. I'm going to spoil something from your storyboards. Oh. There's a pie. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. There's two pies. <laughs> that one's for you, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's been really, really fun. Lots of writing. Um, yeah, writing is a... Uh, no, I like yeah. I like it and I don't like it. I'm excited to get back into it because Bell Rings is when I learned that I actually enjoy writing, even yeah. though I don't do it as much as I should. Yeah, like getting into that process was really fun for the Bell Rings, and I'm excited to get into it for this next feature. Yeah. It's always a good because last year I didn't write as much as I usually do, but this year so far I've been working on a lot of different. Pro- I mean, I've already finished two or three scripts, and it's only and that's like multiple February. drafts, right? um for or, some of them yeah. for some of them yeah uh so it's been nice to just i don't know it felt like i was like the muscles were a little bit softer i was a little mm-hmm. bit soft going <laughs> yeah. into the writing wise so jumping back into just writing literally all the time has been it's been a nice um change of things you know flex those muscles or you know work out those muscles mm-hmm. um yeah so that's what i've been working on have are we anywhere else with any other project i don't think we are we're not in production on anything. Right? No, not in production right now. No. Just in post or pre. Yeah, so just really just been writing and writing and writing for me. Um, yeah, stay tuned. For, there's We got a lot of good stuff coming. I, I, mean, I think it's hilarious. Okay, like the beginning of yeah, the year, we yeah. were like, we're taking it back. We're going to chill out a little yeah. bit. We lied. <laughs> yeah, so let's... Unintentionally. In terms of the projects that we're producing this year, we have the one in the spring... We have spring. One in the summer. Summer. Well, two in the summer. Two in the summer. Because of mine. Fall. You, yours in the fall. Mm-hmm. And the other one mm-hmm. in December, most likely. Or just yeah. any weekend, whenever we can, with the other... And that's not including Wild Boys, if Zach comes we're, to us with that. We're going to do another Wild Boys this year at some yeah. point. So that's we don't know six. when. That's not even on the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> we just know it'll happen. Yeah. So that's about... So you're getting... At you least know, like seven. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Seven, six projects this year. But that's not including also Bell Rings that's still going to come out this year too. Yeah. So you you all have a lot to look forward to in terms of if you're Doom, fans of us. Doom Productions fans are eating good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what we're working on. We're working on pleasing all of you. And now comes the section of our podcast called What Are You Watching? So what have you been watching? <laughs> This is the most boring answer. I feel like I'm like a broken record over here. I watched community. a little bit of Community last week. I like got a little bit, and like yeah. I watched like two episodes of Seinfeld. Nice. Um, I just haven't had much watching movies time. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about it right now. I, I feel like I should be watching more. Yeah. But I haven't. I have two Regal like Regal theater tick like Movie Pass tickets. Yeah. Um, have on you my bought desk. the Batman tickets yet? No. You need to go get on that. They're I know. selling out. I know. I um I bought tickets for Thursday night, but then I decided I was gonna go with my cousin the Wednesday night, like that fan screening. Yeah. Thank goodness the fan screen was not sold out. But we get, we're in the front section, Oof. but at the back of the front section. So we're not gonna be like totally uncomfortable. Yeah, you'll be fine. We'll be fine. That's not that bad. No, I the, the the back row of the front section is actually okay. I I I like that spot because yeah. everything is huge. It's it's nice, um, but when I was clicking through all the show times, man, they were selling out like really like there's was like, that Century Sixteen. The fan screen was not, but the other other the, showing the Thursday was yeah. yeah. 
because the only IMAX theater that was doing it was the Clackamas mm-hmm. one, which I've, I've I've been there once in my life. <laughs> I I don't go up, I don't make it out there very often. But at Bridgeport, they're doing fan screenings on the first on that Tuesday night. Oh, and we're not meeting with uh, our we friend. We, we don't have a meeting that day, so yeah. you could make it out to that potentially. I'm just looking what's out there right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, won't, I won't buy them on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I am, but I won't, but I won't Batman, monologue it. It's going to, yeah, you got to get on that. I'm, I'm getting there. I know. It's just, I'm bad at movies, guys. This is just a thing. Well, I found out last week, because, you know, you think with my quarantine and, and just being home all day, you would think I'd be watching stuff. And I think one of those days, let me double check my... Um, oh, it's school night. It's school night. <laughs> at least you sound going like into me. a Friday. You sound like me. Going into a Friday, at least. Um, <laughs> on the 5th. Was I quarantining on the 5th? No, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, you would think that I would be watching stuff all day, but that wasn't the case. Because I found out when I would put something on, I would get really bored immediately. And then I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm not in the mood to watch something. So I think I'm... I feel you. I'm not very good at watching movies. Yeah, I don't know what it all. is. But I mean, I'll watch them like like when my girlfriend and I like I, I we'll watch movies together. Yeah. Like that works. But for some reason, when I'm on my own, like shows, shows. That's I'll, I'll do a lot of shows. Yeah. Or I mean, like yeah. I've been I mean, watching through Smallville. Yeah, and that's really about it. I I don't know. I mean, I've always been like since I started on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. I just like YouTube videos. Yeah, like that's. That's my thing. I can't even do YouTube videos. It's weird. Oh, man. I mean, I can't. I mean, I'll like... watch the same ones over and over again, too. Like, if I find a channel I dislike, yeah. even if I've watched the video, like, ten times, like, yeah. sometimes I just, like, like oh, man, there's so many. Dank Pods is a really good one if you want some good good iPod audio headphone content. I don't know what yeah. it is. I'm not into any of those things. Yeah. But it fascinates me. Yeah. No, it's but. It's funny. Yeah, I think it's so funny that we're both not, like. We don't watch a lot of movies. It makes me feel better, even yeah. though high school Jordan would be. No, upset I would have been ashamed of myself. I know I would be kicking myself, and it's not like I'm sure if I made a because um, last this time last year before Video Carnage was shooting, I made it a habit every Sunday mm-hmm. I'd wake up and that'd just be my movie day. Yeah, I'd have a stack of movies I'd try to get through. I'd watch them, and mm-hmm. that's how I'd spend my Sundays last year, and it was great and awesome. So I think if I got in the habit of regularly watching them, yeah, but life is just so busy. I enjoy just sitting down and just committing it out. You know, I'll have something on in the background or I'll just yeah. watch something for a little bit. That's about it. Going to bed is like when I watch a show, I'll like put on for like, a, yeah, like yeah. an hour. I'll watch like three episodes of a 20 minute show yeah. and like, I'm good. Or if I go to the theater or if I like. Theaters are a different experience. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. Or if I make like, a, if I'm really intentional, like if I'm going to. Okay, if I like plan in my head and kind of psych myself up to watch something a night, like if I'm like, okay, this Friday night. I'm going to watch The Matrix at home and I'm going to get popcorn. I'm going to get snacks. I'm going to get some dinner. I'm going to turn off all the lights, turn off my cell phone. I'm just going to watch The Matrix. Like if I do that, I'll watch it at home. Or if I go to the theater, I'll watch it. But it's really, really hard for me to just watch movies randomly when life is so busy these days. You've got the couch in your room, which is nice. If I had a couch in my room, I feel like that would help. Because I just have the bed. No. And it's like... (laughs) I'm telling you, it would not help. (laughs) There was a time where I was thinking about buying a couch for my room. Well, you should. The couches are nice. I don't got the space for it, though. Like, my, my, my room is... Yeah, it just wouldn't work. How much do you love your L desk? 
just enough. Oh, yeah. Even so. though, actually, I've thought about getting rid of it several times. You get a nice chair, though. Like a nicer chair. Because right now, you yeah, have, I have that, the... the butterfly chair, and it's just not as good. You could, if you got a, like a, a single, like, like a, like an armchair or something. Yeah. I feel like that would fit there. That would. That's recline. Money. That's money, reclined. though. That's money. Goodwill. Goodwill. Ah, uh, that's money. Not that much money. I know, but if I'm at Goodwill, my my budget entirely goes to buying VHS tapes. See, that's true. <laughs> See, the the most place the, I spend the most money at Goodwill. I, I haven't think. been in them like two months. Neither have I. I've cut it out of my my habit. I'm trying to do better at budgeting. I was so bad last year because I was so bored I, all the time. I, I did it like Goodwill, two times man. a week. Some with Tim, my our friend. I. He's like, I've never been to five Goodwills in one day before until I, he, I made him hang out with me one day. And we went to five. It, didn't, it wasn't even a choice for him. It was like, so what no, I'm doing, you can come along or not. You have no choice. It was yeah. fun. It was fun. I, yeah. I don't think I bought a single thing in any of those Goodwills, but it was fun. It's about the hunt. Yeah. It's exciting. It's treasure hunting. It really is. Because it's like, it's like a, I don't know if collector, antiquer, I don't know the right word. Oh, man. I didn't understand, like, my parents when, like, I was a kid and they go to, like, antique stores. I get <laughs> now it you do. now. I yeah. get it. I've done it on my own so many times. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's good stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Makes me, makes me upset of all the things as a kid that me now is, like, into. It's like, I probably walked by something I would have wanted really bad now and never knew. Yeah. I try not to think about it, but it, it gets me sometimes. It's the VHS tapes, but also like the potential movie props. Because you never know. If you go into a Goodwill, you oh, might yeah. find a really good thing that sparks an idea for a movie. For me, it's film cameras. Even yeah. though I have like a million that I don't use. It's yeah. like, I might find one that's really cool. Yeah. You need <laughs> to I make, have done. You need to make a movie about someone with a bunch of film cameras. It's just the documentary of me. <laughs> yeah. Um... I think that's a probably a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, probably. Today. Let's not wrap it up. Cut it off. Cut it off. Yeah, because we keep going. Um, yeah, this is a rambly one. If you stayed and listened to the rest of this, congratulations. Thank you. You know more about us than we ever thought we'd reveal on this channel. Yeah, let us know down below if you listen to this whole thing. Um, no, but seriously, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're if you're a fan of us, if you like this video, like this podcast. You can, you can uh, support us by subscribing, sharing our channel, sharing our, our films and, and short films out there in the world. Um, and we also have a really good merch store where you can buy some cool stuff we if should, you want to. Yeah, we need to up, add some new things to it at some point. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool to do. Get a, like, a, spring, a spring line. Spring line, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, if you, yeah, we would love it if more people could, uh, check out our merch shop. Not even just for the money, not even for the money. We want our shirts on people. Yeah. Cause we, that's awesome. Yeah. Or our stickers. Yeah. Or get a movie poster. Maybe we'll have to do a contest where it's like. We should do a giveaway. A giveaway where someone could win a shirt or like some posters or something. Yeah. You want to have Jordan's that. face on your shirt? You can do that right now. Yeah. Or hold out for a competition. I don't know. But you should also just buy it now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, so, okay. not One last thing. Okay, maybe the prizes <laughs> of this hypothetical giveaway. I don't know what the contest would be, but it would be like, first prize is you get a poster, a shirt, and a mug. You get the, the Doom Productions package. You get all of it. Yeah. Second place is like a... You get a shirt. Shirt. Third place is like a poster. And fourth place is you get a single hair from each of us. Do we have anything small? Do we have stickers on there? We don't yet. We that's been something I've been thinking about. Because I just want to make our movie posters as smaller stickers. I think that'd be yeah. a good use. Since there are rectangles, they don't have squ- if they had yeah. circles, it'd be our logo. Yeah. But this, the rectangle of our logo just feels weird to me. Yeah, I agree. 
got the aspect just, ratio wrong. Yeah, yeah, they got the aspect ratio wrong. Any, anyways, um, well, thank, thank, you, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We're out there. Find us on social media. Find us on our YouTube channel. We've got a website, all that good stuff. Thank you for watching and listening, everyone. And until next time, have a good week.